0: well hello everyone i'm pam barker welcome to Gigi and the 561 several things to talk about today nothing earth shattering it's january Uh, let's get through it shall we went to um a preview of something coming to the mounts botanical gardens in west palm beach which is my neck of the woods it's all about origami And I think the most interesting thing about it is the tallest one in the garden is 25 feet. It's called Masterpiece. But the the history of origami is vastly interesting. And you can make, you can create your own origami from any kind of paper. Yes, there is special paper. It just has to be able to hold a crease that's it, but there are different kinds of paper that are, they're made especially for origami. Uh, paper is so interesting. Paper is really interesting. Um, newsprint, for example, is made from pulp and water, and it's primarily water, actually. More water than, than pulp, actually, because it needs to be very, very thin. Many trees are used still to make paper, but also lots and lots of water in order to make pulp for paper. I've, I've always been fascinated with different kinds of paper, different grades of paper, how it's made, why it's made, uh, the, the screening that is used to make some papers. Uh, it's, it's really quite fascinating. However, in this day and time, recycle products are also used in combination with water to to make paper so that's always a good thing but the 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 exhibit here in west palm is the creation of in in cooperation with other origami artists but i'm just going to talk very briefly about these two that brought the exhibit which will open on uh, sunday here and go through may may 12th here in the palm beaches uh kevin and Jennifer Box are the people from Santa Fe. And if you go online, and I recommend you do, particularly if you don't live in the Palm Beaches and you won't have a chance to, to come to this exhibit, lots of stuff about them out there. Kevin and Jennifer Box. Origami in the garden. in uh, Santa Fe is their home base. And there's so much stuff out there, many images. Please go and look at it. but. Um, it just reminds me of a of a quote. I don't have it in front of me, but it's by Helena Bonham Carter, the actress, where she talks about art. Where art, life, is art. Everything in life is art. Whether it's the way you dress, the way you interact with people, the way you live your life every day, the way you cook, the way you entertain, everything is art. And I believe that. I really do. Um, trying to create an artistic feel and look in your home. You're an artist. Maybe you can't paint. Maybe you cannot sketch or draw. Maybe you cannot play the piano or any other musical instrument or anything else considered art. But you are an artist in the way you you manage your life, you maintain your life, your friendships, Everything is art. And I love art. Um, talking about the home, what is it about January where you need to, to rearrange furniture? Where And I, I just mean in general, people that I know, myself. But your home really is, it represents your taste. Or it can, <laughs> if you have a say-so in it, if you're not, you know, five years old. Um but you create your haven. Your home should be your haven. You shut out the world. you it's your safe space, what you do in it, your cooking, your movie viewing, your music, just sitting in silence, reading whatever. It's your haven. It should be your haven. It should not be a place where you're walking on eggshells or your tents. You should be able to exhale. For example, yesterday, I decided that I would, we received a a wonderful gift. It was a series of gifts from our friends that all tied together. It was so beautifully presented. And it all meant something. The homemade marshmallows, if you've never had those, well, I feel sorry for you. Uh, With chocolate. Mm, Figure that one out. But then these beautiful, beautiful crystal, enamel cups with these beautiful matching spoons with their art with a butterfly and a rose. I encourage you to go look them up. They are S H E E Y E E S H E E Y E E cups. And they're incredibly beautiful. Talk about art, but they are. But our friends also gave us tea. It's a German tea. I won't really say, it. I, I did try to look it up to see exactly how to pronounce it, but it's T-E-E, Erblug, T-E-E. And it comes, it's dried tea, different kinds of teas, dried, and flowers, dried, and then they're formed into a ball. You drop it into the cup, in any cup. I use my shi cups, uh, and they pour hot water over it and the and the the ball opens up into a flower while it's making tea. I did a video of it. I posted it on social media. I don't think I did it right. <laughs> uh tea's delicious. Uh, it's really fun. Uh, but it was, I put it on a tray and I fussed a little bit. I put a pretty white napkin on there. I used my very small Harrods teapot from Harrods. If you've never been to Harrods in London, and if you've been to London and you didn't go to Harrods, I'm, there's no excuse for you. Harrods is the epitome of everything that shopping should be. Drop me into Harrods and I could live there. And I kid you not, there was a there was a time when we we uh, had a loft, and it was in a converted with the penthouse, and it was a converted uh, department store. It had been back. It was built in 1929 and absolutely stunningly gorgeous. Our penthouse had original flooring windows that were a million feet high, curved around the building. Uh, And I lived in a department store. I said, I always wanted to live in a department store as a kid, and now I do. Fantasy come to life. But that just brings me to to how what we do, presenting my, my tea was, art. I took the time to fuss with it. And I think in January, that's kind of a fun thing to do. Big bummer yesterday. It's the little things in life that you go, mm. uh, I was trying to needle a neighbor about football. Uh, she's a Bills fan. I'm a Dolphins fan. And I was looking frantically for something, anything, having to do with Dolphin, the logo of the Dolphins. Couldn't find it. Went everywhere. Went to every store known to man. I actually did not go to like an athletic um, shoe store or something. I couldn't find it. So I said, I said, uh, I'm going to run into Goodwill, see if maybe somebody donated some stuff they didn't. But when I was in there, I saw a candle holder. I like drama. I like pieces in our place that are that reflect something. You know. Uh, and this piece was a candle holder, and it was pretty tall, very, very tall. And it was fifteen dollars to be exact. It was fourteen ninety nine, and I didn't get it. I thought, you know, Goodwill, they'll mark that down. Well, weeks later, I went back, which was yesterday, and it was still fourteen ninety nine. I said, Hey, you're gonna, you're gonna mark this down. I mean. It was fourteen ninety nine. What was I thinking? I was just being, you know, trying to be a thrifter, and I'm not. I mean, who am I kidding? I don't even do that well at TJ Maxx. But she's like, oh, and she's very arrogant, by the way. Oh, no, no. We will never mark that down. We, uh, we only mark down furniture. So, well, okay for me. So I left, didn't get it, and then I thought about it all day. You know how you do that? Should have got it. Should have got it. So in the afternoon, went back yeah it was gone. It had been there truthfully weeks, so I'm wondering if maybe the yeah, person standing around me some one of them decided, hey, it looked pretty good because it was it was you know in a little grouping of furniture and stuff so I was bombed people. I was bummed I wanted that candle loader. then I went online and trying to find a tall one. yeah, I'm not paying a hundred dollars for one. But see that's my lesson learned. Why do we always learn the lessons the hard way it's like, if you liked it, smuck, get it. <laughs> but I didn't, and so I have to live with that. Um, as it is the new year, uh, I'm looking for new recipes. I'm trying to to be creative. You just you just get so tired of everything. But I saw a recipe today. I will not be trying it's lasagna made from ramen noodles you put ramen down you do all of these other steps yeah i mean i have my limits you know i i actually have my limits but as it is a new year and you never know what business opportunities will come forth it's always good to brush up and in my career i have taught a lot of management classes etiquette classes, all sorts of things for a major media company. And so it's always good to brush up because you never know everything. You just don't. Sorry, you don't know at all. Keep learning no matter your age, no matter your age. So this is from Reader's Digest. These are, these are little hints when you're meeting people. Uh, if this is trying to help you not make mistakes that could possibly kill a good relationship with a business person, a job interview or whatever. Uh, Before you enter the room, when you're going to be meeting new people, check your attitude, feel good about going in. Have a, the body language will reflect your mental attitude in other words. So even though you don't know these people, perhaps pretend you do, pretend you like them. You walk in the room. It's not that you're trying to own the room if that happens you know good for you but you have that attitude of, i'm approachable i'm someone you might want to know perhaps you want to make good eye contact you don't want to stare someone down you don't want to stare At them when you're meeting them talking to them so you're gonna you're gonna move your eyes around and I think it's kind of normal to do this you don't just stare someone in the eyes unless it's someone you're really trying to make a point to and not in a good way you move your eyes around their face a second on the eyes a second on the mouth a second on the nose you're you're moving your 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 gaze all around their face and that makes them comfortable Um, You must make eye contact, though. Fleeting, yes, but you must do it because if you don't, you're shifty. That's the perception. You're probably not, but you're perceived as shifty. Point your feet toward the person you're speaking to. It shows that person they have your full attention because you're not trying to run away. You're not trying to skip away. I guess if if you don't do that, then you are. You are trying to. When you shake a hand, because typically when you meet someone, you're going to walk up, you're going to have facial contact, you're going to point those feet, and you're going to shake. Don't do the shake where you're holding them at the elbow. Never do that. That is considered aggressive, and it annoys people. And don't give a limp handshake, and don't try to crush their, the, the bones in their hand. Just a nice, firm Handshake is always good when you're meeting someone. There is a there is a, a hand gesture. You've seen it, I'm sure. I'm, I'm not sure that I've ever really done it myself in a business setting. It's called steepling. Like a, when you're a kid, when I was a kid, you would put your fingers together and you would hide them kind of under. And then you'd make a little steeple. And then you would go, here's the church, here's the steeple, and there are all the fingers. Well, it's, it's similar to that, except you're, you're tinting all of your fingers together in a steeple. It's one, instead of just a steeple with the little fingers, it's the entire hand. You're putting your hand together. It's called steepling. Now, if you're meeting with an authority on something and they have your respect and they deserve to be respected... And they do it because they really, this is how they're going to talk to you. Perfectly acceptable, mostly, but 90% of the time, it really isn't acceptable to steeple when you're talking to people. It's very condescending, or it can be perceived as being condescending, and uh, doesn't make a good impression always on people. So, you know, don't steeple, however, do use hand gestures because as you're talking to people, relax into your body, let your body language flow, and it it's more natural for you to use hand gestures when you're speaking than being stiff and, and just letting your hands drape down to your side. So go ahead, go ahead and move those arms around. I mean, I'm not sure that I could even speak without using my hands. I probably actually do it too much. Never ever, when you're meeting people, fold your arms in front of your body. That is uh, perceived as you're shutting out the world. You're not open, you're not perceptive, you're not welcoming to someone. Same is true about putting your hands behind your back. Now, I once knew a person who also hated for people to clasp their hands together like drop your hands, clasp your hands just below your torso. Uh, royals do this. People do it a lot. But this person, and to me rightly said, and she was in a position of power, uh, said it is perceived as arrogant to do that and also not welcoming or it, it closes you off to other people. It's It's perceived to be very negative. What you do want to do is have great posture, no slouching, no slouching, straighten that back up. Uh, I've had a lot of dance training in my life and one thing early on when I was a young little girl, for one thing, my mother harped on good posture, but also in dance class, posture is everything it is everything as well as extension and learning the (laughs) steps training but posture 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 and and the trick that they tell you and i still have it in my head from being a very young girl it's as though you have a string attached to the top of your head and you just pull it up and as you pull it up you lift your spine up and it gives you great posture great posture means something whether you are for one thing it's good for your spine to have good posture but in a in a social setting where you're meeting new people or whatever job interview no slouching have good posture and lastly smile flash that smile but you have to time it right. You're not going to walk up to somebody with a big grin on your face and, you know, that's a little bit goofy, but you do smile during the course of meeting people or at at the right time and you should should judge it for yourself and feel it. It's the right time. It's, now I'm going to smile. I'm going to flash a little smile and I'm going to Let it go. Then I'm going to bring it back. These are all from Reader's Digest. And I just think it's a good refresher for as we get into the day, the year. I'm sorry, the year. And then, of course, I want to leave you with a couple of thoughts. This comes from Thoughtfulable. (laughs) Thoughtfulable. Is that even a word? Thoughtfulable.com. Choose to be in the company of positive and happy people. Positive people make your world more positive. Surround yourself with people you love and those who love you. That's the best gift you can give yourself for a happy, healthy, and positive life. That's from Thoughtfulable. Finally, from Stardust Poetry, this little bitty short one. Stardust Poetry tells us, and, and this one It's short, sweet, and I love it so much. Surround yourself and listen closely with people who fight for you in rooms you aren't in. Noodle on that one just a little bit. I want to tell you that I have relaunched a podcast that I started in 2020 when we couldn't travel. Travel writers podcasters we couldn't travel in 2020 so i launched travel bistro and i have i have started it anew and the first new one is out there travel bistro it's available on the same platforms Uh, my producer is the same everything's the same and so in addition to gg and the 561 this one i am now working again on Travel Bistro. So hope you'll visit there. You do not have to be a traveler because um, it's going to be about all sorts of topics, uh, not just about I went and visited X. Uh, I will talk about many, many things. Uh, so hope you will visit Travel Bistro, available on the same platforms as these iTunes, Spotify, Pandora, Amazon, Amazon, uh, and many others. So just try to find me there. Try to find me on social media and YouTube as well, NorthPalmBeachLife.com. I'm on Instagram, Pam Barker, GG and the 561. I'm on Facebook. So find me there. Let me hear from you. You can contact me directly through any of my social media uh, platforms or NorthPalmBeachLife.com. Gary, my partner, my producer, my helper and Every single thing I do. Gary, G-E-R-R-Y, but it's pronounced Gary. Uh, He continues to write like a fiend for NorthPalmBeachLife.com. He puts out our videos on NorthPalmBeachLife.com YouTube. And he writes for Splash Magazine Worldwide and All Things Crew. So busy is he. I appreciate you. Thank you for being with me. I hope that you will continue to stay with me in 2024, as people have since I started podcasting. I know you're out there just on the other side of this mic. Thank you for being there. Thank you for lending me your ears. I'm Pam Barker, Gigi in the 561. Stay with me.